I, so I think in like in Shoreline City, that is the best way to get people's attention. <laughs> if you're just like, yeah, we're be like, yeah. <laughs> uh, anyways. How's everybody feeling? Y'all feeling all right? Yeah? I'm super excited about today. Okay, one of the things that we start with every week when it comes to this midweek message, leadership talk, is stories. So I'm going to invite up Rayma to come up and share a quick story from this pastor. Hey, guys. Hi. Hey. Okay, um, so Beautiful Hagen was um, an intern this last round, and she has actually been deployed to Cuba. And so I know one of the things that she was really hoping for was community. However, the military is not always conducive for healthy community. So um, you kind of just got to be the one to jump out there and start it. So um, every Wednesday, she decided to start a, a connect group with anybody who wanted to just take part. And so they'll watch the Sunday sermon on Wednesday. They'll talk about it and then prayer requests. And so it's like a full-blown connect group. And I was like, let us know how we can be praying for you. And she goes, one guy here, him and his wife used to be believers, but have been atheists for the past three to four years. He started watching Pastor Earl, actually only attended at first because I needed to use his laptop. And... (laughs) And has found himself back worshiping and praying for the first time in years. But his wife is still here in Dallas, and she wants to physically come and try the church. So we're praying that she comes in. She'll let me know if she attends. And yeah, so. Shoreline City, Cuba, y'all. Shoreline City. All right, y'all, y'all ready? Y'all ready? You guys ready to jump in? Antigua, you ready? Okay, we're going to go to Luke chapter 8. Luke chapter 8. Uh, before I get started, I first of all want to obviously honor our pastors. Um, this past weekend, man, we saw so many beautiful things. Friday at the Arboretum, Saturday, Sunday with four campuses. I mean, it was mind-blowing. Um, but it all started because our pastor said yes. And um, I don't want us to forget the power of that yes attitude, like having a yes spirit, like that is who we are at Shoreline City. We're not people that hear things and are like, oh, no, I can't do it. Oh, oh, that's not in my bucket. Oh, no, I don't know if that's. No, we have a yeah. Yeah, I can do it. Yeah, I don't know how I'm going to do it. But I'm going to figure it out, you know, and um, that started even with our pastors whenever they left Austin to come and plant Shoreline City here in Dallas. It was just a yes in their heart. And I just want to remind um, us who we are, that yes is actually in our DNA. And um, so so thankful for our pastors. They love you. They're praying for you. Um, so this past Easter weekend was phenomenal, y'all. Literally hundreds of people gave their lives to Christ. I just don't want us to skate over that. Sometimes I think I even I have a hard time like comprehending that in my brain, you know, like just if I'm going to be totally honest, um, that that many lives were changed and then I get to to be a part of that. Like I prayed to be a part of something like this. Like I prayed to be a part of a church that was healthy and that was changing its city and community and nation and, um. God heard wow. my prayers, and I get to be a part of it. Wow. That's beautiful. It's very humbling. Yes. But anyways, let's get, let's get started. Let's get started, okay? Luke chapter 8. We're going to read a handful of verses here, starting in verse 4. And I'm reading New King James Version, okay? 
You're welcome. You're welcome. Okay, you're welcome. <laughs> Luke chapter 8, verse 4. It says, When a great multitude had gathered and they had come to him, him being Jesus from every city, he spoke by a parable, Jesus saying, A sower went out to sow his seed, and as he sowed, some fell by the wayside, and it was trampled down, and the birds of the air devoured it. Some fell on a rock, and as soon as it sprang up, it withered away because it lacked moisture. Verse 7, and some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprang up with it and choked it. But others fell on good ground, sprang up, yielding a crop a hundredfold. Let's skip to verse 11. Okay, the disciples are like, what does this even mean, Jesus? Okay, that's what those next couple verses are. Verse 11, Jesus says, now, this is the, now the parable is this. The seed is the word of God. Those by the wayside, wayside are the ones who hear it. Then the devil comes and takes away the word out of their hearts, lest they should believe and be saved. Those, um, but the ones on the rock are those who, when they hear it, they receive the word with joy, but they have no root, who believe for a while, but in time of temptation fall away. Now the ones that fell among the thorns are those who, when they hear, go out and are choked up with the cares of the riches and pleasures of life. And bring no fruit to maturity. Verse 15, but the ones that fell on good ground are those who, having heard the word with a noble and good heart, keep it and bear fruit with patience. Uh, This is a parable that some of you may already know and some of you may not. And so I want to remind us of of some simple truths here. One, your heart, your responsibility. I know ultimately, you know, like when when the rubber meets the road, our heart is our responsibility. And this is why it's so important for us to be connected and surrounded because I believe that leaders and pastors and friends in your life can actually help guide your heart and point it out when it gets funky. But ultimately, your heart is your responsibility. Here here Jesus gives uh, this comparison of four different types of soils, okay? One of them was the one by the wayside. I don't know what your Bible says. Maybe it says by the roadside, okay? But New King James says wayside, all right? It's interesting that whenever Jesus tells the story in the beginning, he says, oh, the birds come and they devour the seeds, right? But then whenever Jesus goes to explain it, he actually says the devil comes and takes it. And I I don't know what thoughts you are wrestling with in your brain, okay? Um, Because I think many times the enemy will come and begin to like put these different thoughts in our heads like, oh, you're not worthy. Oh, you can't do it. We just had Easter weekend and it was phenomenal and it was amazing. There are so many people that are jumping on the journey that are in this season of life. Like God did something special in their life on Easter Sunday, and now the devil is trying to come and just steal it, okay? I've heard that you can't stop a bird from flying over your head, but you can stop it from building a nest in your hair. So the enemy will try to come and take these seeds. This is actually, I would say this would be the spiritual principle behind us having worship after the message every Sunday, because we're praying that the seeds that have been planted will actually take root in our hearts. This would be the spiritual reason that we do this, okay? But here we see individuals. I'm, the reason I'm talking about this is because we all know people who came or was, was able to meet individuals who came on Easter Sunday, and they came not planning to come again. But God did something special in their heart and in their life, and now the enemy is going to come and try to steal that from them. We as leaders, okay, this is leadership talk. We as leaders are now going to be the ones that are coming in and surrounding them and trying to fight against the the thoughts that the enemy is putting in their head, speaking truth and speaking life. So I want to encourage you, all the phone numbers that you got on Sunday, 
Text them. Shoot them a text. Hey, man, I'm praying for you. Hey, girl, praying for you. Hey, beautiful. You know, whatever, however girls say it. Okay? I'm praying for you. Guys, don't say, hey, beautiful, to girls. But this is a way. This is a way that we can actually help people on their journey. The next comparison, right, that Jesus gave is that there were some that were planted, but they weren't able to take root. This is why it's so important. This is why this would be one of the spiritual reasons why we're actually doing growth track both sessions on one week is because we want people to actually to be able to get their roots in the ground. So it's important that we're pointing people towards growth track, not because we're trying to just get people in growth track. Why? Because there are seeds that have been planted in their life. And we're trying to get it to spring up. We're trying to say, hey, there's purpose, there's calling, there's destiny. Leadership talk here. Then there are those, okay, the seeds are planted. And as time goes by, the riches and the cares and all the concerns of life end up choking it out. And as the the weeks and the months go on, okay, as leaders, I want us to continue to remind people, okay, that yes, there is purpose, there is destiny, okay, but also this Christian faith is one of sacrifice and laying your life down. It's not easy. It's not roses. It's not just blessing, okay? There is blessing and there are roses, okay? But there's also laying our lives down in sacrifice. This is, I want us to make sure that we're cultivating individuals as they're walking in their walk with Christ, putting context to the challenges and the different seasons of life. But then the last and the final one were those that had the good soil. And it actually sprang up to receive a hundredfold um, return. And as leaders, I want to make sure that we're continuing to cultivate individuals, yeah. not just those that we see in con- that we come in contact with, but also those as like ourselves, yeah. those that we serve alongside. Yeah. Yeah. Are you are you tilling your own soil? Yeah. Yeah. Are you maintaining your heart? Like, where is your heart right now? Even as we're leading people, where is also your heart? Or you feel like, oh, man, I feel like in some areas of my life right now, if this is kind of stony ground or, oh, man, I feel like in some... Some airs right now, man, there, there's thoughts that are coming in my brain and just like taking the truths that are being planted in my life. Or do you feel like, hey, you know what? No, my, my heart right now is good ground and I'm seeing fruit. OK, we're, we're farmers. We're not magicians, as Pastor Earl has said. OK, and I know this is probably a me- this is not like a flashy message and this is not something that's like super inspirational. But like this is what it looks like to grow people, okay? Like this is some ammo, uh, you know, in your gun, some tools in your tool belt as we're making Christ-like leaders who make it on earth as it is in heaven, okay? All right, love you all.